Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. My name is Terry, a.k.a. The Jazz Queen. Mike is on his way to see David P. Stevens perform in New York, but he will be calling in shortly. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to TalkingSmoothJazz.com and click on Alvin Keel's picture. That will bring you into our profile on BlogTalkRadio.com. Scroll down below that and you will see the chat room. Welcome to um, Joe from Germany. Welcome, Joe. How are you? Good to see you again. Mike, how you doing? Hey, Terry, how is it going? Okay. Good. You make you made it to New York okay? Uh, I made it to New York, but I don't know if I'm okay, though. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We have to find out what's going on there. <laughs> oh, goodness. All right. Alvin is on the line. Say hello to Alvin. What's going on, Alvin? Hello. Hello, Mike. How you doing? I'm okay. I'm all right. So today uh, okay. we are talking to Alvin Kills. He is the president and CEO of the Jazz Legacy Foundation and also the promoter for the fundraiser gala happening uh, November 13th through the 15th in Hampton, Virginia. He is also the agent owner of Alvin Kills State Farm Insurance. Welcome, Alvin, to Talking Smooth Jazz. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for uh, giving me this opportunity. Oh, it's our pleasure. Look, let me tell you, when you announced the lineup for this um, event, Mike emailed me. He was all excited. He was so happy. I mean, you couldn't have made him any happier. <laughs> oh, that's great. <laughs> that's great. It's hard to make Mike happy. <laughs> he was all excited. Terry, look at this lineup. He was all excited. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, and I um, think since then, since then uh, I think we've added some uh, additional artists. Uh, since the initial uh, information came out. So oh, hopefully, wow. hopefully we get that too. Right. Yes, yes. Okay, so Alvin, before we get into the um, fundraiser gallon, I just kind of want to touch a little bit on your background. How did you and why did you get started in um, promoting uh, concerts? Well, I, uh, that's a good question. I, I started, uh, I'm an avid music uh person. I uh, just love music. And first of all, my disclaimer is I can't play anything. I know that question is probably coming up. I can't <laughs> sing and I can barely dance, but I love oh, wow. <laughs> so as an avid music uh, lover, I've just traveled all around the, the world, going to different festivals and events uh, for years. And where I live, um, which is in a, which is called the seven cities, uh, that's Norfolk, Virginia Beach, Chesapeake, Portsmouth, Suffolk, Hampton, and Newport News. Uh, I always said, wow, couldn't I bring some of this that I'm experiencing back to my area? Mm -hmm. uh, so the people in my area could experience some of the, some of the great music that I'm, uh, that I'm uh, able to. So that's when the wheels started turning, and I said, well, let me, let me just kind of bring some of that music back into our area. So that's, that's where it started. Okay, and what was your very first event? The very first event uh, was actually a uh, collaboration with my university, Elizabeth City State University, where um, we brought in for homecoming the OJs. Mm -hmm. That was a heck of a learning curve. 
mm-hmm. bringing amazing artists for the first time. So that was back in 2004. And also I was giving smaller um, uh, smaller events at uh, what, we, what, we, what we call the CIAA tournament. That's the historically black basketball tournament uh, that a lot of people go to. And I, was, I started giving uh, uh, smaller events then as well, uh, one, one act events. So it started back in 2004. Okay. Okay. Cool. And so now this Jazz Legacy um, Fundraiser Foundation event is your third annual um, gala. So let's go into that and tell us if we, if you don't mind, I kind of like to go day by day for each event. Mm-hmm. Okay, sure. Okay, sure. so let's start with Friday. No, actually Thursday, because you're having a um, kickoff party on Thursday night. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Yes, we have a uh, very good band coming in, and um, it's called the Forte Band. And we just wanted to give a free party for uh, anyone that's going to come out and listen to some great music and and just uh, mingle and just have a good time. That's, that's our initial kickoff. And... Uh, we started that uh, on our uh, second year, uh, which was this past uh, in 2014, and it was a it was a big hit, and people appreciate that. Okay, and so and, uh, it's the, just the venue itself hasn't been determined for 2015. Um, okay, so for the kickoff party, for the kickoff okay. party, we we will decide that probably in the summer, and uh, we'll send that information out to everyone. Uh, okay, and, and, and it is absolutely free. Oh, okay. And you just have that one band planned that Thursday night. Uh, yes. Uh, but I, 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 more than likely, you'll, we'll probably have some other local bands. So Forte is a local band in our area. Like I said, a very great band. And we've had them open up on some of our events before. But um, uh, it, I, would, I wouldn't be surprised if there are some other local uh, bands that want to participate mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. as well. Okay. okay. Now, I want to ask Alvin, before we go to the next day, um, I know that when I came down to your events before, they were uh, in, like, February toward the beginning of the year. Why did you move your event toward the end of the festival season? Uh, That's a good question, Mike. Uh, Well, again, going back to the background, that was an event. The February event was uh, around uh, uh, Valentine's Day, and that was a Kiel's Jazz event. Right. Okay, uh, which is different from what we do at the foundation. Uh, and so we, we used to have that around, around Valentine's Day. And, of course, we used to have another Kills Jazz event uh, in June, uh, right around the same time as the Hampton Jazz Show, so maybe a week or two before. Uh, so those were Kills Jazz events. Um, the, when we decided to put the foundation together, which was uh, three years ago, uh, we just look for the best time of the year to have an event uh, that's indoors and that's, uh, you know, classy at a good time of the year. And we just uh, came up with the with that time of the year, which is the first uh, or second week in November, which is, you know, two weeks before we get into the holidays and right after the, uh, you know, uh, football season. Uh, and we just thought it was a good time. So we decided to, to do that and just make it an annual uh, uh, time for, uh, for our game of uh, fundraiser. And it's turned out to be a good time because uh, it's, it's been growing ever since. Mm, no, that's good. 
That's good. Okay, and so moving into Friday, tell us about Friday's activities. Well, Friday activity, um, uh, we'll have a workshop, uh, Brian Culberson, that you, you won't see that publicized uh, at this time. We probably will send some information out. But we, of course, uh, what we do with the public schools uh, uh, from the foundation, uh, one of the activities is having workshops. So Brian Culberson will uh, participate in a uh, in a uh, workshop on Friday or Thursday. Uh, it hasn't been uh, 100% de- uh, determined on if it's going to be Thursday or Friday. But uh, we'll have a workshop uh, first with the students. Uh, and then uh, we will start into Friday's uh, uh, Gale activities, which will start with a, um, a reception. And we go into the uh, show. Uh, which, of course, our first our first artist. Or do you want to know the artist? And, uh, yes, uh, the, yes. Okay. The first artist uh, we, would, we would have uh, would be Marcus Johnson and, uh, and Elder Barge. And from that point, uh, we will go into Gerald uh, Albright, and then we will wrap it up with a grand finale for Brian Culberson. Okay. Um, and then after that, we're gonna we got something new. We have a, a late night jam session, and that's after the show. It's from eleven to two. Uh, our, our initial uh, 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 event will be in the main ballroom of the uh, Hampton Roads Convention Center. But uh, on the first floor, we have uh, turned out uh, turned into to a, a ball a uh, club setting for a jam session in, in the conference rooms and. Uh, um, we have the host for that, Marcus Anderson. Now, he will he will perform, and of course, and bring uh, you know his band. But we also we had different uh, different uh, artists stopping in, you know, as, as jam sessions are. They'll be playing, and uh, who knows who's going to come through on that day. We also have a co-host of the Fuzz Band with, uh, for that night as well, and that's from eleven to two in the morning. So I have not heard about, of. I'm sorry. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. We start, we start about uh, 6 o'clock that day, and uh, we'll probably end up uh, to 2 in the morning. So you see, it's a, it's, it's a long night. Oh, wow. Okay. Now, I had not heard of the Fuzz Band before. Is that a local band? Yeah, the Fuzz Band is a local band, uh, okay. but they are, uh, they, they've had some national hits as well. Uh, to give you some background about them, they were the first band to win the competition uh, under the Capitol Day. Capital Jazz competition. They were the first band to win that, and uh, a very unique band. They they uh, opened up for us uh, uh, last year, and it was such a hit. And you know, because there were a lot of people who never uh, who were not familiar with them, and uh, I said, "Well, let me kind of get them in in this year's uh, event as well." So we have them co-hosting the uh, late night jams on Friday and Saturday night. Okay. And just let me tell you how happy I am that Marcus Anderson is participating in this. I, I was very happy to see his name um, on this. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a great artist. On yes, a very, he is. Very high level uh, uh, energy show. And uh, he's, he's a great artist. And uh, just think of him and Buzz Band and the artists that come through that night. And, uh, you know, it's going to be a heck of a time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we're offering the early bird price on that because the tickets are very inexpensive for that 
uh, at this time before the price goes up as well. But uh, yeah, again, this is a new event for us, and uh, we know it's going to be successful. And this is like a teaser at this point. Okay. So it's going to be a, cool. Going to be a great part of what we're doing as well. Okay. All right. Now Saturday. Saturday. Um, Saturday. We uh, it's our second day, uh, and we uh, of course uh, we start off on that day with another reception, and um, uh, that that activity starts around five five thirty on Saturday, and our first artist to perform uh, will be R and R, which is uh, Rick Braun and Richard Elliott, and they'll put on a dynamic show, and then we go uh, to the female uh, uh, artist, and that's Mesa. And then we uh, close it out with a uh, finale for uh, Boney James on that day. Okay. And then we uh, go to our Saturday night uh, uh, jam session. And the host of that uh, session would be Brian Lanier. Uh, he's straight out of the uh, DMV. Mm-hmm. And he's another dynamic uh, performer. And, mm-hmm. of course, our co-host on that night also will be the first band. And, of course, the different artists coming in. Now, not only will we have artists who are performing coming, stopping in, we will have local artists stopping in and performing, and we'll have other artists, surprise artists coming in who, uh, you know, you'll find out at that time. So it's going to be a heck of a, heck of a, a night finale each night for Friday and Saturday. Okay. So Mike, speaks, uh, Mike speaks very highly of Brian Lanier, um, and I've heard his music. I've not seen him perform. But I have heard oh. his music. Mike speaks very highly of him. Yeah, oh, Brian's a very good artist. Very good. Yeah, he's yeah. a great artist. He's the first uh, saxophonist I've seen play uh, two saxes at the same time. First time I've I'm sure you know some other people have done it, but he's the first one I've seen do it, and uh, he does a great job. Yeah, mm-hmm. so we're looking forward to that as well. Okay. Yeah. And then you're no, having no. a jam a, a jam session as well. Where the jam session is, Brian Lanier. Uh, that's what yeah. he's he's in the jam session on Saturday night. Right. Okay. okay. Right. Uh, sometimes I talk a little fast. I just be an insurance agent, you know, you learn how to talk a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I talk so fast, but but we have the jam session at night uh, on Saturday night, which the host is Brian Lanier and co-hosting with the Fuzz Band, and uh, that will be on the first floor of the venue. Uh, one of the things we're trying to do is that when you come, uh, you don't have to go anywhere. Uh, we will be able to um, entertain you there uh, during the event. And instead of going to an after event, the after event is right downstairs at the convention center. We're also going to feed everybody. They'll have uh, uh, food there for sale. Uh, so you don't have to leave the convention center. And this is a very new, uh, modern convention center and hotel. Uh, connected to each other in Hampton, and it's very, it's very nice. So okay. uh, that's some of the things we're doing. Okay, and, and and that was going to be my next question about the venue because, uh, like I said, I've been down to that event and another uh, event that you threw in, I think, Portsmouth, Virginia, and right. I, I was going to ask you was the accessibility of a factor in you moving and in, in you sticking your uh, gala with this one particular spot mm-hmm. at the uh, convention center. Uh, yes, Mike, uh, we, we initially wanted to have our gala and support of the city of Portsmouth. This is where we're based. 
uh, at the Renaissance. And so that's where we started. And that's where we're, we've had a lot of the kills, jazz events uh, uh, there also. Uh, what has happened is uh, we, uh, I guess the good thing is, we've outgrown the Renaissance. The Renaissance, uh, we, last year, you know, we sell out our event and we try to keep it intimate. But we, we turned away 500 people last year. Ooh. Wow. Wow. And, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's a hot, hot ticket. And it's, and it's going to be it's hot this year as well. So we, um, we were tight in it last year. And the type of event that we give, with, especially in a VIP session, people pay good money. Everybody's paying good money uh, to come there. So not to slight anyone. But when, especially when you have VIP, people expect VIP treatment. And even though we give them that, it was just so tight last year that we had to find a larger venue still trying to keep it intimate we still uh want to uh just limit our seating to probably around uh 13 1400 people we don't want to go past that because we want to still keep it intimate but the on the most people the most we could get into the renaissance was around a thousand so we had to move it and there were some other issues as well so we moved it and we want to uh just find a, a, a just have a base a home where we won't have to keep moving it. Uh, so I think uh, the flexibility of this venue, the Hampton uh, Convention Center, we can be as large as we, as we want there. It'd be plenty of room. It's more elegant. Of course, the NBC suite speaks for itself being connected to the venue. And uh, we just think that this is the, the best route to go at this point in time. Yeah. Well, I, I don't think that that's a, a problem, Alvin, having a thousand seats going from a thousand to fourteen hundred. I mean, you know, that's a that's a good problem to have. Yes. That's a good problem to have. You know, definitely. Yes. But uh, wow. but yeah, and, and, and like you know, I've I've told Terry before. You know, your events are one of well, actually the classiest events that I've been to. I've been to a lot of jazz festivals around the country, and yours is by far the best indoor and the best all around jazz festival because. Like I told Terry, Alvin, Alvin, Alvin feeds you, okay? When you give VIP, you're going to get fed, okay? You're going to get fed good, too. You know what I mean? I mean, the layout was good um, um, in that convention center. I noticed one year you um, you had a dance floor, and during the intermission, you had a DJ playing music during the intermission, and people got up, started partying while the right. band was setting up for the next. I'm like, yo, Alvin mm. hooked up a, a party and a concert. Concert. <laughs> Yeah, mm. I'm like, man, it was off the hook. Very nice. I loved it. Right, right. Well, I'm, I'm, I appreciate it, Mike. Uh, yeah, that's some of the things we, we try to stand out from everything. And, and I, I'm going to be honest with you, Mike. Uh, I mean, all my travels, uh, you know, I, I bring a little piece of this and a little piece of that and then kind of incorporate what we do. You know, uh, I'm not a genius. I just, I just steal ideas. <laughs> you know, so, so, so what we do is uh, we want to give a person the experience of a lifetime when they come to our events. And that's what one reason why we've grown so much, the people that attend, they tell their friends and they come back. Uh, we're at a point now where our ticket sales are super and we have not even advertised yet. Only, other, only people that know about it at this point are those in a, in a circle where, which, which are people like yourselves and if you get emails and and by word of mouth, and we don't, we won't even start advertising our event until the fall, and by that time we probably we probably sold out, you know, by that time. Mm. But but the event itself is what we want to classify as a unique experience. I mean, you talk about VIP. I mean, I don't know how many events you 
Jasmine should go to where they're going to bring the food to your table and you're going to get a full course meal, VIP, and then, and then other other prayer and wine and champagne on your table. That's something else we've added since since you've been down, Mike. Uh, wine and champagne on your table, and then, like you said, a dance floor. You have a party in between, <laughs> in between setups. There's always something to do. And then our lobby area. Oh, just the lobby where we have our vendors, and you have the artists out there signing. And, and see, one thing about our events, the artists mingle with the people that come out. Yes. You know, uh, yes, yeah. We don't. We don't. You know. We don't believe in those those artists just hibernating and just you know, and not being accessible. They have you know, we want to make sure that they they have a good time, and the artists have a good time. That's why they want to come back. Most of them, you know, there are a few artists that you know don't want to do it, but uh, still, uh, you know, we we try to, uh, you know, we try to do our best I, best we can to make sure it happens. So it's it's a big event. I mean, even out in the lobby area where the vendors are, and 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 we have who's who that come. We have a lot of politicians that come, and we have. People, uh, friends of mine, friends of others who come from all over the country. We have people coming from outside the country. And uh, people like to dress up. That's a unique thing. We have Elegant Night on Saturday where people dress up uh, and, uh, you know, want to be seen and see. <laughs> so it's, uh, it's a big party and it's a good time and everybody seems to enjoy it. Mm, okay. Wow. All right. And then let's move into Sunday with the Jazz Gospel Brunch. That is something new we've added this year as well. Uh, we have a brunch, a jazz gospel brunch buffet, uh, where we have incorporated gospel uh, and jazz. The gospel part of it, our headliners for that currently is, uh, is Earl Bynum, uh, who's a national recording artist and very well-known in our area and in the gospel area. And, and we have Eric Teller, who's a gospel um, uh, violinist, and we also will have a few uh, other uh, gospel uh, uh, artists, performers not listening to our program, and then we go into the um, the jazz p- portion of it, where we'll have uh, uh, Paul Teller and uh, Joaquin Joyner. Now, of course, as you, uh, you may not know, you may know this, you may not know that you know Joaquin Joyner is from our area, so mm-hmm. he's our special guest this year. We we try to have. Uh, artists every year that we honor who are from our, our seven city area. So he's from Norfolk, Virginia, but of course he's, you know, spending his time in California these days, but uh, he's one of our, our, our home, home, home people. So we're going to honor him as well. So that's what's happening on Sunday. It's a gospel jazz, something new. We have an early bird price on there just for, uh, well, I don't know if I can talk about any prices, or, but anyway, just go to the website. We have an early bird price on that and you get a full buffet as well. And you get some great gospel and some great jazz. And that's what's going on on a Sunday. That starts, that starts around, right around 12, uh, 12 o'clock. Uh, check out the hotel. Come get your grub on. Come get your, come get your, your, spirit, your spirituality on. <laughs> get your grub on and get your jazz on. <laughs> no, that's right. I heard that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Now- that's going to run probably from uh, 12 to 4 o'clock. Okay. And that gives you enough time to get on the road and go home. Go either spend the night at another night in the hotel. You know? Yeah. 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 Now, now, I know that you had the, uh, I don't know if you took it off, the. Uh, you were going to do a golf thing. Did you take that off or are you still going to do that? Okay. Uh, the golf is still under production. Uh, probably in about uh, the next 
two months, we will know for sure if the golf tournament is going to take place. Now, that if it takes place, of course, we will advertise it, but that would be on Friday morning. We're having a celebrity golf tournament. It's tentative right now. And see, the reason why uh, it's not on the listing now, because we don't, I mean, we don't want to have any cancellations or any no-shows. Of course, sometimes, as a disclaimer, when it comes to artists, you always put that disclaimer, you know, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's subject yeah. to change to protect yourself. But we've never had an a, a, uh, a artist who didn't, didn't come, and we, and we don't intend on having that in the future. But uh, rather than putting it out there, it's not fully uh, uh, finalized yet. Uh, in the next 60 days, you... You should hear something about it uh, if we're going to have it. And uh, but that if it does take place, it will be Friday morning uh, uh, as an event, as a celebrity golf event, and you'll get you know all the details at that time. But okay. until we're fully 100% finalized on it, we uh, we we're just not going to put that on the on the uh, listing yet. Okay. okay. Well, that's well, that's great news for me because my game is under production too. So I can get, I get some time to, to work on my game. You know, the, the learning. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's funny, Mike, uh, uh, because um, we 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 added some people to our our, our roster just for the golf uh, tournament, uh, and we had Gerald Albright and Rick Braun in mind, and that's one reason why they're on the lineup so they can come down and play golf. So, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, cool. so uh, we, we had all that, you know, we, we're working towards that, that direction, but we, we until uh, we find, 100% finalize it, we, we're going to leave it off the listing until then. But stay tuned, okay? Okay. All okay. right, cool. Well, so far you have a really good lineup here uh, for this event uh, happening November 12th through the 15th in Hampton, Virginia. Are you thinking of adding more artists or is this it? No, this is it at this time. Yeah. I believe this is enough. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we are, I'm going to remind you, we are a fundraiser. We, yes. we, can't, spend all, we can't spend all the money now. Uh, you know, if we can get into the fundraising part of this this, this uh, interview, I would appreciate it. But we are a fundraiser. We're a nonprofit. So uh, we think this, uh, we, we, we do want to offer the best experience as possible but uh, we still are there to raise money for for okay. our cause, right? Okay. So, can you give us a price on the uh, ticket range? Um, the tickets, a price range for the tickets. Tickets start uh, at sixty five dollars, and they can go up as high as two hundred dollars. All depends on how you want to row. Okay. Okay. Uh, they start now for the jazz. Uh, since you you know brought up prices, I wasn't sure I could talk about them. We have an oh, early sure. bird price. On we have an early rare price on the uh, uh, late night jams for just twenty dollars. Mm. Uh, that that will change uh, in a few weeks, but we have an early bird price, and then we have an early bird price for the uh, Sunday uh, gospel jazz brunch for just seventy five dollars, and that's that's going to change too in a few weeks. But we have early bird prices for that because those those items uh, those events were not listed uh, initially. So we give people a chance to jump on them early, and uh, but but anywhere from uh, sixty-five dollars uh, for our main events is where they start, and it can go up as much as two hundred. Okay, now you want to for the VIP tickets. Um, I noticed that once you release the ticket sales, one of the VIP sections were already was already sold out. Sold out quickly, yes. Yeah. 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 yeah it's sold out. It doesn't take long. Uh, mm -hmm. we find, I mean, again, we keep an intimate, uh, 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 
event, and they just people jumped on. You had people, you know, just jumping by and 10, 20, 30 at a time, you know. <laughs> and that's how it was. It, it was. And then we did have an early bird. Uh, this is one thing that uh, contributed to that. We had an early bird. Every year, when you come to our event, we will have an early bird uh, to those who attend, uh, which will come up in, uh, about three days later. We'll give you an opportunity to buy tickets at a reduced price. Oh, okay. And we had a tremendous price from that. The only people who would know about that are those who attend our event. Mm. Uh, and, and I the again. You, you believe in taking care of those who support us. So yeah. what, what what contributed to that? We did have an early bird, and but we did have uh, tickets. Uh, they went they went quickly. Uh, those so those VIPs uh, for Friday are, are sold out, but the reserves seating that we have remaining is just as good as the VIPs, just a few rows back, and uh, they're still available. Um, we still have VIP tickets for Saturday. You know, we don't, we don't, uh, uh, I think we're, uh, we have three different levels of VIP there. So we have VIP tickets left for, for Saturday. If it goes to one, you know, one row uh, with the VIP. Okay. So, uh, but they do sell out quick. We have a tremendous response uh, uh, when we do now to sell. I mean, it's, uh, we love it, but it is, it is a lot of work. And, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, when they order tickets online and, uh, you know, inventory in there, then it has to be sold out. We do anticipate an early sellout for this event, probably uh, by late summer. We may be completely sold out, uh, possibly, but uh, but we'll see. But it's it's going real well now. Okay. No, no, I wanted to ask you because I don't know if a lot of people know, but Alvin is actually from the D.C. area. And when you started your events down there, uh, did you think that you would have the the, uh, kind of reception and response that you have with the people down there? And was it was it ever in your mind to start events like that up in uh, your hometown in D.C.? Um, well, that's another good question, Mike. Uh, because I am from the D.C. area. I, I'm a graduate of Vanacostia High School. And are uh, you still there? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't okay. ran okay. yet. I know, look, I know you're I'm from the Southeast now. I, I haven't right. ran okay. yet. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Well, well, the different southeast in those days, right? But I, uh, in fact, I was a track athlete. We had one of the best track teams in the, in the country, really, the Anacostia mm-hmm. track team, and uh, that's what paid for my education. So I ended up uh, migrating down to where I'm at now, uh, going to school in that area, and also uh, living there and raising a family. Now, to answer your question, uh, it's a different uh, vibe in in the Seven Cities area compared to the D.C. area. Um, uh, it's a harder sale of jazz in, in, in the Seven Cities area. I, I'll admit to that. Uh, I have, of course, branched out and tried to bring in the DMV area, and we have a tremendous response from the DMV area. We uh, tremendous response from people coming down. Uh, when I get up there to the different festivals like Capital Jazz and Lake Arbor Jazz, and, and uh, I... You know, always, you know, you see me, then you'll see my flyers. <laughs> and, and we get a lot of a lot of people appreciate coming down to, uh, you know, a unique event like this. Uh, now, coming up to the D.C. area, uh, my, my thought is that D.C. Uh, DC gets uh, this share, I think, of jazz events. Our area, the Seven Cities, we do not. We do not. I mean, man, I don't want to even knock the Hampton Jazz Festival, but I guess I am. That's not even jazz anymore. So we don't get... 
any jazz. We don't get much jazz in the area, so that's why I primarily I try to do what we do in the Seven Cities area. I have given events in other areas like in Charlotte and Raleigh, North Carolina, and, and, and Elizabeth City, North Carolina, and places like that. But uh, it's, you know, my primary uh, uh, purpose was to bring jazz in our area. But the way things are going, I think that uh, I would love to consider doing some events in the DMV as well uh, mm. in the coming future. I think that, I think that would be uh, the next positive move. And what do you think mm-hmm. about that? We can talk about it all here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, but no, but but I, I think that that would be a great move, you know, because like I said we just have the one event per year, basically, which is Cap Jazz, and then we have Lake Arbor. But you know, as far as somebody coming in doing stuff that's all season, we don't have that no more the way that we used to, you know. And mm-hmm. a lot of times people don't they don't want to go to you know uh, Blues Alley or something like that, you know what I'm saying, because right. the, you know, in D.C. is parking is bad and things like that, you know, you, well, you know how it is, so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, that's um, something that uh, we can develop, I think, Mike, with your help, uh, and uh, what we can do, uh, maybe just see what we can do on that, you know. And, uh, okay. Of course, uh, you know, the bottom line is, is getting people to support it, you know. Yeah. Right, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, I want to go back to the VIP tickets. Um, you offer a three-course meal with VIP ticket purchase and bottle mm-hmm. uh, champagne and wine on the table. Right. Wow. Mm-hmm. Do Great. you know what the what is the meal going to be? Do you know? Uh, we we keep it neutral. It'll be some type of poultry. It'll be some okay. type of baked chicken. You know, kind of keep it neutral. I mean, you can't. You know, you have red meat eaters. If people don't eat red meat, some people don't yeah. eat. Yes, that nothing don't eat pork. So we're going to keep it. Uh, we keep it neutral now. Uh, we do have uh, special uh, consideration for vegetarians, the vegans. We will. Uh, the hotel will will uh, 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 serve them a, a, a vegetarian meal. Uh, we just need to know that in advance. Mm-hmm. So, but we but we it'll be it'll be some type of baked chicken. The food has been excellent though. So we'll we keep it that way. Now for the, the the buffet is different. You know that's a buffet and it's a brunch. So you'll have a combination of lunch and breakfast. Okay. And you'll have uh, you know a combination of different meats and uh, or that you know breakfast and lunch meat. So okay. uh, that's pretty much it. Yeah, but it'll be a four uh, a full course meal. You'll have the uh, you know you have the, the uh, salads. You have the you know, entrees. You have desserts and, and and that type of thing. Okay. And that's, some, that's something that Mike also also sings your uh, praises about are the the food that you offer at your events and um, not very many you know people do that um, but you offer three course meals at your events for the VIP attendees so that's pretty cool you know it makes it worth the while you know right right and that's and that's what you want to roll that's that's where we, we offer we offer yeah. the experience and and those yeah. who don't want to go VIP let's uh, what we are trying to do this year in particular, we will have food for sale for them, you know, so they in a lobby area, a uh, separate okay. area. So if you uh, rather than, you know, you get hungry day all night, rather than leave the premises, we would have food there for sale for you as well. Okay. okay. Uh, you know Cheryl, right? Cheryl Boone, yeah. you know her? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I told yeah. Mike, I told Mike me and Cheryl would be sitting in the back behind him watching him eat. <laughs> he'll be in the VIP section <laughs> and me and Cheryl will be in the general admission section behind him watching him eat <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> maybe maybe it'll come out there and let you come back in and let you smell the breath. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Give us a crumb, drop a crumb or something for us. <laughs> So we're not going to leave. We're not going to leave those people now. They'll be able to go back and see the lobby and uh, and, and uh, sit down and eat and uh, you know and buy food. So it's it can it can do that too. Right. <laughs> wow, this is a great yeah. event. I'm I'm really excited about attending this. This is a really good event. Um, yeah. So yeah. So now, Alva, mm-hmm. let's talk about the foundation. Tell us about the Jazz Legacy Foundation. Well, you know. Uh, if, if I'm going to take this minute, I'm going to put my, I'm sitting here with my uh, executive director uh, of the foundation. Her name is Jerry Horn. Uh, she's behind a lot of what you see. You know, okay. I'm the, I'm the, I'm the mouthpiece, but she's behind a lot of what you see. So if, that, if you don't mind, can I let her uh, speak about the foundation? Absolutely. Hello. How are you? I'm well. How are you, Jerry? My name is Terry and meet Mike. I can remember Terry, and I do know Mike. Okay. <laughs> okay, so um, what we try to do is support music education in uh, public schools, mm-hmm. and to also um, encourage and enlighten those uh, the children about jazz and so that we can keep that jazz and our love of jazz alive. And uh, last year, we were able to give generously to two school systems, one in Portsmouth and in Norfolk, uh, to we also purchase equipment uh, for the kids, and also, like you said, we have a workshop. Last year, we did a workshop with Karen Briggs and the children. We had about three busloads of children come out and uh, listen to her and her technique, and she told them a little bit about the business, and they really enjoyed that. So these are things that we're raising the money for, so that we can give back to the schools, and um, we know it all comes from our youth. Because we're not going to be here forever, so we want to keep the, the love of jazz and the appreciation of jazz alive. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, um, on the website, there's four different programs under the foundation. And I, if you would, wouldn't mind, just kind of give us a brief description of each program. Um, scholarships for success? Yes, we'll um, be giving uh, scholarships to um, rising seniors so that they can further their musical education. Um and the next one will be the Instruments for Change. Mm-hmm. Then we are Instrument Purchase Scholarships to the uh, foundation, the school foundation for the music program. And <laughs> there's a master class mentoring. Yes. Uh, as I mentioned, master class mentoring, where, uh, this year we'll have Brian Culbertson do a master class. And last year we had Karen Bray. Uh, okay. The lesson was about three busloads of children, and they really, really enjoyed it. They're very enthusiastic, had lots of questions, and um, it's just wonderful to see them uh, appreciate that. Okay. All right. And then you already mentioned the Next Level Workshops. Karen Briggs is on that one as well? Right. Exactly. That was that was what we did last year. This year, um, you know, more workshops, and we hope to do some not only during the the time period but throughout the year okay all right cool that's really nice all right now, um, now i wanted to ask you real fast before you got off the phone um do you guys have a selection process in picking the schools that you give the instruments to or do they submit to you and then you guys select you know the schools that are, or the students that 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 are you guys help out with these instruments well initially for last year the last couple of years 
we just reached out to the, our hometowns. And okay. what the plan is is to each year, there's seven cities in the Hampton Roads area, and the plan is to pick up one each year as we're able to, as we grow, and as we're able to contribute to each school, um, and hopefully make it a whole regional thing. Uh, but we have to be able to raise the money to do to do that much. But to answer right. that, uh, uh, to, to uh, your, your question, we uh, we give the money to the school's foundation and the music head. Uh, we have the money there for the schools that need it. They say school need a piano, saxophone, and all. They go through that that department head uh, to request uh, the purchase of that equipment. Okay. So we, we we give a lump sum to each school at this point in time. Uh, as far as our scholarships, uh, we, we, we're doing three. Well, this past year, we did three scholarships in the city of Portsmouth. And they had three high schools, so we did a scholarship per high school. And also we did a couple outside of the, of the school system. Uh, and as we grow and raise money, uh, we will be uh, expanding the cities, expanding our giving. Because we are nonprofit, uh, we all are volunteers. So the money we raise uh, goes to those programs. But when you come to our, when a person purchases a, a ticket, uh, we we haven't we don't have major sponsors. So therefore, the, the people who attend our events are the backbone of our program. Uh, we mm-hmm. don't have a cheap. We think it's a fair price ticket, but. When you uh, buy tickets, even a portion of that ticket is tax deductible because of uh, what we do. And uh, so you pat yourself on the back when you buy a ticket because you, it's going to to a good purpose as well. It's not mm-hmm. a profit as well. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. All right. Is there anything else, Alvin, you wanted to share about the foundation? How can people get in touch or, or donate, get involved? Uh, of course, go to our website, uh, which is jazzlegacyfoundation.org. I'll say that again, jazzlegacyfoundation.org. Uh, you can write to us at jazzlegacyfoundation at gmail.com. Uh, when you go to our website and you look at our programs, look at what we're doing, you can sign up to be a member uh, of our organization. And there are different levels of membership, and uh, you can share some of the perks of being a member. And by also doing that, you're supporting our cause as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are open to suggestions. Uh, like I said, uh, send us an email. Uh, we have a number on there on site. We prefer we prefer an email, and we'll get back to you. Uh, so we're just trying to make an impact. Uh, we want to provide a great, entertaining experience, but we want to keep live music alive, and particularly jazz music. Yeah. All right. Yeah, so, and especially for for the youth because they're taking out so much of the music in the schools now. So I think this is a great mm-hmm. cause to do that. Yeah. I agree. Yep, I agree. Yeah. And one thing I've noticed, I'm happy to see a lot of young artists coming up. I'm just excited about some of these these jazz artists who are in their twenties, late teens. Oh yes, yes. Mm-hmm. We 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 gave exposure. Uh, mission to a, a, an artist named Nicholas Cole, and look where he is now. He was like 17, 18 when he, mm-hmm. he first performed one of our events. And you know, our events, you know, where we have about a thousand people there, 
this is probably the, the, the largest exposure he had at that time. And look where he is now. He's just one of many examples, though. But that, and yeah, Marcus, because he was part of Marcus Anderson's band at the time. And uh, yes, what we try to offer a lot of times is if you go to Brian Lanier and Marcus Anderson, Nicholas Cole, uh, and so many others who just came up to us and say, "Hey, let's can I get can we get on your show?" And we and we bring them, we bring them when we can. Um, yeah, and I didn't add Tony Action Jr. to that too, because that was the largest crowd that we played in front of when we came down to for you for your event as well. Yeah, right, yeah, exactly. And uh, I, I just wanted one regret about that we didn't have, we couldn't let them play long, you know, longer because we, I packed too many, <laughs> so many, <laughs> so many uh, 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 artists here in a little period of time. I, I feel bad that they couldn't really play as long as they want. But yeah, yeah, we we try to bring new artists in, but you know, of course, you got to sell tickets by bringing some of the established artists in who people who know about. But uh, that's one of the goals that we we try to have as well. You know, to keep it to keep it moving. Well, you're one of the few promoters that do that, Alvin. So thank you for doing that and um, helping these up and coming and younger artists get some exposure. Thank you for that. Yeah. Uh, appreciate it. And uh, we'll look out for you when you come down. All right. Well, thank you again. Um, everybody can find you on Facebook under Alvin Kills. The Jazz Legacy Foundation also has a page on Facebook. So go check that out um, there. You can follow Alvin on Twitter at jazz underscore legacy. Um, as well. Any place else, Alvin? Instagram? Well, we're trying to get used to Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just go with the Facebook and the Twitter now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Well, it was nice meeting you, Jerry. Thank you for coming on and talk about the foundation. Thank you, Terry and Mike. All right. All right, Alvin. So we will see you in November. Yeah, and uh, you're going to be at uh, Seabreeze. I'm about to say, I'm going to tell you, we're going to see Alvin before that, because Alvin's at all the jazz festivals, okay? <laughs> we'll definitely see him somewhere pass out those flies. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, that's, that's right. Okay, right, well, thank you for having us, and uh, we appreciate your support and uh, getting the word out for us, and uh, thank you very much. Thank you, Alvin. We appreciate anytime. it. Yes, anytime. All right. That was Alvin Kills. He is the president and CEO of the Jazz Legacy Foundation. Um, the Jazz Legacy Foundation third annual gala is happening November 12th through the 15th at Hampton Rose Convention Center in Hampton, Virginia. Um, you can go to their website, jazzlegacyfoundation.com, and find out about the lineup, ticket information, and all of that. So definitely check that out. All right, Mike, um, can you share why you're not doing so well? <laughs> um, As you mentioned well, it, before. It's just, it, well, it's just New York, Terry. Okay? New York okay. just brings out the worst in people, okay? Got this, it. <laughs> this is not the city, you know, this is not the city of brotherly love or things like that. This is just a horrible city. Okay? I hate driving New York. I mean, oh. just, just bad driving, the people are rude. It's just it's just totally different up here. But, uh, but yeah, it's, that's, that's my experience. It has, that's what my experience has been in New York. So, I, I, no, no, not good at all. Okay, but, um, but you are there to see yeah. David P. Stevens perform. Yes, I'm here to see David P. Stevens perform tonight at the uh, Hounds Tooth Pub in uh, New York City. And, um, like I said, um, you know, just, you know, come out to support my guy. And I'm, I've been helping David get move around and get, get booked at some shows and, uh, I believe that he's one of the up-and-coming artists that, uh, you know, people should be exposed to as well. So 
hopefully, you know, somebody in some city will get to see him soon. Oh, good, good. All right. Well, tell David I said hello and to K-I-L. L the show tonight for sure. Yes. Yes, definitely for sure. Okay, I just want to make an announcement that the Aliante Poolside Under the Stars Jazz Series has added more artists to the show. So on May 28th, Patrick Lamb, June 25th, Alex Buyong, July 30, uh, Lyle Tizer with Kiela Minucci, August 27th is Vincent Ngala, and September 24th is Marcus Anderson. This is at the Aliante Hotel and Casino here in Las Vegas. So if you plan on visiting the area, you can go to aliantegaming.com and click on the um, concert link, and you can find all that information there for that jazz series. And that is on Thursday nights. All right, Mike, well, I'm going to let you go. So you can go ahead and enjoy Mr. Stevens. Tell him, again, tell him I yeah. said hello. I definitely will. And, and I wanted to add, too, uh, before we end the show, that, you know, anybody that's listening to this show or listening to an archive show, um, I say, I've been to plenty of Alvin's events, and, you know, he's one of the uh, promoters and uh, that has an event that I definitely recommend going to. I know there are some, you know, people that prefer certain, you know, festivals and, and locations to go to, but I think that, you know, the Hampton um, area offers a lot for people to come out, you know, and support mm-hmm. this um, event. And like I said, and like I said, out, out, he feeds you. You know, I like to eat, Terry. So I love me, okay? <laughs> he feeds I mean, he feeds you good. The lineup is always good. Um, you know, say so everything is, is first class, uh, just, just, just very classy, uh, all around the board. You know, people that like to come out, they like to dance when the intermission comes. I'm telling you, it's, it's going to blow you, blow you away. So I'm like, I've looked up like, yo, he got a DJ up there playing while the intermission is going on. I mean, it was very, very nice, very different. And I and I highly recommend this festival uh, or this event, if you want to call it an event or festival, whatever. To anybody that's listening and to who you know is thinking about going, I would say go. Um, you know, save your your coins up. You know, go and and uh, you know experience the um, the uh, the gala. It's, it's a nice event. Highly yes, recommend it. For yes. Me. And for those that are listening to an archive show, first of all, thank you for doing so. But second, um, today's date is Saturday, March 21st. And this gala, this Jazz Legacy Gala is November 12th through the 15th of 2015 of this year. So just so you have a reference with date wise um, with that. But definitely check it out. Come out and support. And uh, hopefully Mike and I will see you there. All right. Oh, Mike, uh, Mike Joe says you should play Frank Sinatra's New York to close the show. <laughs> oh, no, no. <laughs> Sorry, Joe, I don't no have way. that. But I am going to close the show with a brand new single from Brian Simpson's um, new CD called Out of a Dream. This first single release on that CD is called Skywatcher. Skywatcher. It is my absolute favorite on this CD. It's so, so good. So I'm going to close the show with that. Mike, again, you have a great time with David. Tell him I said hello. Okay. And uh, call me back and let me know how all that went. Joe, thank you for hanging out with us. As always, Joe is from Germany. He's been with with us almost from the very beginning and he's always here in the chat room sometimes by himself like he is today but we love you joe and thank you again for yeah. hanging out with us and supporting you know the what, show sir, joe, joe is actually in, in joe is actually an official member of our team okay yes yes he is yes he is and we love you joe thank you so much for your support over these last seven years we love you love you for that all right, you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, the Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. 
and we look forward to talking smooth jazz with you again next time. Here is the new single from Brian Simpson's new CD, Out of a Dream. This is called Sky Watcher. Have a great day.